And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Bring it, bring it, friends. This is Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. Steve is with us today, too. Whiskey 7 United, Delta, India. And we are going to be talking about the spirit of radio. And you may say to yourself, see, child, what's this all about? Well, I went through a wave of emotion, Steve. Last mm-hmm. Sunday, the FCC issues this statement. Oh. And I really just thought, like, why did you feel the need to have to tell us that? And this was in response to, and perhaps it was part of the investigation, um, the, uh, the events that happened at the Capitol, the unscheduled, or maybe it was scheduled event. It was uh, an insurrection, a coup attempt, whatever you want to call it. Whatever it was. Well, it was how they probably were looking into how people communicated. You know, and so it was uh, radio. Of course, we know radios. You know, you get yourself a $25 radio and maybe you're a ham, maybe you're not a ham. But the message came out like, hey, hey, hams. Hey, guys using radio, you know, you shouldn't do this for illegal stuff. Right. And then right on the heels of that. We get a uh, ARRL message. Which wasn't it wasn't really well written to start with. And I thought it was maybe it's a reaction. And what what is this? You know, and I just had this feeling in my, and I was like, what is this? Really, you have to tell us how to act on the radio. And uh, so a wave of emotions went through me. And I thought, maybe I'm just going to rip everybody a new one. You know, maybe I'm just going to be like, hey, guess what? And then uh, I've calmed down a little bit. And right around Thursday night, I really got to the point where it's like, okay, fine. Fine. Uh, that is what it is. And I just feel the need for us. To, and I want, I want you also to reply, Steve. I don't mean to, to just totally shift off my emotional train and not give you a <laughs> chance to, to comment. But I can say Thursday into Friday, I decided I want to focus. It's not necessarily a new focus of the show. We've been around for a long time. And the focus has been a lot on the positive side of things. Mm-hmm. And I had to find my way there. And it took me until about maybe yesterday to go, okay, look. I'm not going to come up with a thumbnail that makes you click on it. And then I come in and give you a crappy thing. And it wasn't that good. Cause I, I thought about, you know, this would be a good way to get a lot of people to tune in or maybe to get subscribers, but it's not true to who I am. What's true to me is, you know what? Okay. You guys think that we have the potential to be this badness or mm-hmm. may not understand and may have forgotten, which is the thing for me. We maybe have forgotten about how we're supposed to use our radios Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have it. We're going to go into the positive side. We're going to talk about all the things that inspire us about radio, the things that help in our communities, the great things and the people that are using it and highlight those things. So the spirit of radio will become a segment where we pull some stories and we pull in some people who inspire us, who are using radio the right way. Uh, let me just pump the brakes here and give it to you, Steve, because I know I I, I am burning the ca- uh, the candle down and getting getting heated up, and I don't want to say <laughs> anything too much. What did you feel like when when the uh, when the FCC sent the thing and the league reply? It was like what? For, my first reaction was what? The FCC is making an announcement on a Sunday on top, and it was like, how dare them? Right after our show, really? Come on. No, <laughs> but it was um, it, 
I kind of went, okay, yeah, fine. That, you know, when I looked at it logically, yeah, yeah, okay, you're, you're making a statement. But then I just got kind of angry. Um, and then the league came along and, you know, just like, well, we got to say something, do something because we can't let this one lie. And it was like, and then I got a little more irritated and uh, I, I was kind of insulted by it. It was like, you don't need to tell me what I know. And uh, you know, I wouldn't even think about it. And now, granted, it wasn't just amateur radio. They they sure. went into the personal service and everything. They, they covered the gambit. But the whole concept of it was like, especially for the hobby, I it was like, why are you focusing on us? And uh, for the most part, we in the hobby, we, you know, we cherish our license and we're not going to do anything to jeopardize that license. And it was just kind of a poke in the eye. And uh, it just kind of it kind of put me in semi foul mood the the week. It was like I was just kind of burning about it and uh, and really didn't talk about it much. And but it we was just talked at all actually you and i we have, we even have not talked and so and i started you know towards the end of the week started feeling like well is it just me i'm just overreacting and just kind of feeling about it. and then when we finally talked it was like oh good i'm not the only one that kind of feels this that way if it's um and, and and i don't have any problem with the league you know i think they have to do what they have to do and just kind of answer to that and uh, make their own statement but the just the whole thing is like really why and on a sunday on top of it it was the league it, never puts anything it, i've never yeah. seen in my it's not it doesn't go too deep but i mean five or six years or whatever it's been mm -hmm. or more um actually longer but i've never seen them put out anything on a sunday and it looked rushed yeah and i think, I think it's the relationship that those two entities have the, you know the FCC and the league it's an important relationship to us in the long term and I feel it was a responsive to say okay yeah, yeah. the FCC said this we need to uh and we need to I, put out a thing that says we we don't you know we use our radios and we promote the right way and you know that sort of thing but yeah and I'm the, and the FCC could have went to the league and said yeah you know we're gonna be, put this statement out and uh it was uh and they you know responded in kind and it was it was fine. I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's ancient history. Now it's, it's mm -hmm. happened. It's just, you know, and the, the other part that got to me was that, and, and fortunately it really didn't uh, play for long. And uh, is that the media took and said, ham radio FCC issues with the ham radio operators. And it's like, Oh God, you know, there's kind of a, a black eye under the, uh, under the hobby. And it was for something that, we did or didn't do and if there was amateur radio involved in on june 6th then then that you know we're talking about a very 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 small percentage of uh, of right. our hobby and um it's that's not us and you know it's it's totally possible it's totally possible. We've seen all sorts of business leaders and and people that were there and they got the photographs taken they have respectable jobs and whatever they did what they did and you know mm -hmm. they're carrying tons of radios around oh, i yeah, mean just because you have a radio on you doesn't mean you're using it it just or it doesn't mean you're a ham it doesn't mean mm -hmm. you're good or you're bad or or whatever but it, you know the communication of it it seems like the fcc was thinking like look it was almost like a little nugget saying you know we've kind of found out that a lot of these folks had radios on um the social media aspect of it was getting cut off in some circles and stuff like this so 
it just felt weird to me. Radio is used for bad all the time. Mm -hmm. Drug deals. And anybody who knows a police officer absolutely knows there's a coordination going on. There's, you know, all this stuff. So I figure, you know, instead of getting too deep in the weeds here with my emotional reaction, it's like, okay, the the real of me has pulled me to the Mm -hmm. side that I, I think I need to show now. I think I need to show the good that radio serves. You know, yeah, you so carry you one on with, you. When you came up with that, it was like, oh, finally, something good. Let's let's make a positive out of it. And uh, kind of got me out of my little funk over it. And uh, because, you know, it, it was just kind of just weird, just just totally weird. And, yeah, a little uh, offensive, a little weird. The reaction mm-hmm. was weird. It was just, and the timing was really strange. You know, yeah. it was almost like you guys, okay. you know, you need to, you know, you need to do the right thing. It's like, you know, we're all grown mostly. Uh, what I'm going to do though, because of this, and I'm going to create a segment, I've got some news that I want to share about the show and I'm going to expand the show, but you were going to, we're already in the Sunday evening slot we're doing the net there but i'm going to have a second edition of 100 watts of wire on sunday uh sundays probably uh eight o'clock central time there'll be some overlap with the with the hf net we'll get into that and iron all these things out but one of the things i do want to do the spirit of radio this segment just like we have the two-story segments coming up here in a little bit you know we'll have a segment where we stop and pause and uh, celebrate some of the people and some of the uses of radio and why radio. I mean, it's everywhere, guys. Radio is in almost everything from the pilots to the first responders to on the boats. It's everywhere. And it's so important that we're going to highlight that um, as we go. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put the key under the mat, which is pretty untraditional uh, for me to let people come into uh, the studio. You won't appear right into this place you'll be backstage you'll be in a, a, a green room and if you've ever been in the the live uh, pre-show meet and greet um, this is this is how we do it here is the key what you can do fill out the information with your name and your call sign it has to be real and legit don't don't give me a boo-boo boo-boo kitty or some weird <laughs> thing i'm not going to bring you up uh, for that if you got a call sign and a name Put it in there like you see ours on the screen. And uh, if you have a story, bring your story. Let's talk about uh, some of the brighter br- the brighter things. I see it all the time. Um, I saw the, uh, you know, at the, um, uh, the, with the new president being sworn in. You see the, uh, the people who are protecting him now, as they did with former President Trump. The Secret Service, their radios, the wires in their ears, the way they're communicating. And there's so many cool things about radio. Mm-hmm. that's where we're gonna that's where we're gonna go you talk steve i'm well cool. yeah and then there's you know the, there's the people that inspired you and uh whether it's uh someone that you know personally or someone on the air you know uh, that you've came across uh uh you know someone operating on the air and you like the way their style uh, you know because we all have our style of how we operate and it's you know it's as individual as we are and um and i've come across uh guys that it's uh whether it's in a contest or just casual uh rag chewing you kind of like wow you know they you they embold the the spirit of the hobby and it and they set a good example you know stories like that uh that you you know come across or 
or anything or someone a club member or your elmer and uh just that's what we're looking for and uh and share it there's there's so many <laughs> i mean it's just it it's happening every day you know we just kind of get a little oblivious to it but you know now we're going to open our eyes and ears and and really you know focus on that and let's bring it to the forefront I'm a bit of a Star Wars nerd, especially the, I guess they would call them, well, I'm talking about the original three, but I think they would call them four, five, and six in the way they are supposed to be presented, mm -hmm. you know, this deal. And I'm watching them with my kids for the first time, and it's great. It's great, because I remember being of that age and, and uh, you know, really getting, now they're, there's, you know, they're doing their uh, lightsabers and all this sort of stuff. In the house. <laughs> they don't have real ones, but they're doing it. The girls, it's, it's hysterical. But look at all the radio use from those movies. Every all the communication back and forth, and mm -hmm. in the, like they were, and it's in the movie um, how radio is being used. Uh, again, uh, on Wednesday, uh, with the new president being sworn in, uh, the cars, the motorcades, the antennas on there—you know—it's everywhere. It's everywhere, and it's just super cool to me. But I'm a radio nerd, so it doesn't need to necessarily be. OHF operations. For me, radio is radio, and that includes, mm -hmm. and I know this might not be popular for some, but Citizen Band Radio, my father came out of that. Great hams have come from the Citizen Band. Yes. I don't I don't I don't look at that as being some mm, C B crappers. You know, we got our own problems on the on the bands oh, geez, before yes, we, we go, <laughs> go start talking. But radio in general, how it's used, all those stories are welcome today, and you're you're welcome to come in and uh share those and, i think and, yeah, I, I think the uh, cb that is the guys that really complain about uh cb is trying to deflect from our issues that we have in the hobby here and you know we're not perfect and uh we have you know we have some you know characters that uh that troll our bands and they they operate the way they operate and and uh and they're probably the first ones to complain about that well look at your cb operators and da 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 da, da. And it's like no no i i it, it's cool just because you start in on uh in cb who cares and you come over into our into the amateur radio ranks great and uh if you bring some of the lingo over who cares it don't you know there's mm -hmm. guys they they vapor lock over over that and coming from the from the other band but Remember, 11 meters used to be a ham band. It was in 1959, I think it was when it uh, the C, you know, CB service was started by the FCC. So, remember, 11 meters was our band. Yeah. So this this show we'll we'll talk about some different topics too. We've got some antennas things to talk about. I'll have to do that. We've got our two story segments coming up. Oh, a bit of news that I want to pass before we get into that. Did I keep it up here? And this is courtesy of uh, Karen. Uh, Karen Eve Murray from De uh, Amateur Radio Newsline gave me some facts on our new, uh, the acting chairwoman of the FCC, talking about the FCC. Her name is Jessica Rosenworcel. Uh, she's the new acting chairwoman. Um, we'll see. We don't know if she's going to be the new chair yet. It's a four-year term. Mm -hmm. Permanent position also could go to the person he picks as the fifth commissioner or... Um, uh, let's see. She's the only uh, the second woman to lead the agency, although both women led only on a temporary basis. OK, 
So we've got a, a got a new lady sitting up at the top, Jessica nice. Rosenworcel. So let's hope that she's going to be cool. But that's news. That's a that's a that's big. That's big. I and mean, the other guy went out. What's his name? Pie? Was it Chairman Pie? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think that was his. Uh, he sent that uh, FCC notice out. Wow. Uh, maybe one like, of his last things one that of he his did. Last things that poke us in the eye. Oh, <laughs> good lord. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll talk about some of these other things today. You're welcome to bring your, you know, I remember just before we take our break, I, I remember seeing Smokey and the Bandit as a kid. Uh-huh. And I mean, there's that CB, it's so CB, mm-hmm. but it was injected into the culture at that point. It had been around, certainly, but, and, you know, I don't know when my father picked it up, if it was through film or or, or just a buddy, but I remember he'd go to local meetings. There was a local meeting on the CB mm-hmm. And they'd lay out tables and they'd be eating hot dogs and whatever. And I was just a little kid, you know. But I think the movie culture made made it popular. Certainly the mid to late 70s, you started to see it a little mm-hmm. bit more. And then it, you know, led to a career for me. It was, a, you know. So anyway, that's what I want to do with this uh, moment is to kind of pivot. I'm not so worried about why. I was definitely offended. I don't care anymore. And I just want to show, let's highlight some of the better things of it how it works people who inspired us and we'll just we'll just do that um i want to thank people for stopping in maybe i can take a few seconds people were saying see child what's this whole pre-show thing about seems pretty laid back (laughs) let me show you what happens sometimes on the pre-show and then we'll uh we'll take a break and come back here's an instance where we had a guest he's a pastor you know almost like a conscience you know and here's what happened on our last uh our last pre-show meet and greet We've been doing all this talking about uh, Betty White, Marianne, and look who mm-hmm. shows up. Look who shows yeah. up today. Now I've got this is like I've got to repent. I think I yeah. I so we're we're going into confessional. Uh, hi, Pastor Joe. <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing? Look at that Boston Red Sox shirt. Oh, no, like, got a Boston Red Sox thing on. I can't have you here. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pastor Joe. What is he thinking here? I thought he was going to give me the business. I'm glad you spotted that, like, right right away. Because, <laughs> so see, here's the thing. Now I'm going to have to go light candles. I got to bring him up because I'll, I'll get in trouble. Seriously? On a, Seriously? On a, this yeah. is the treatment I get. <laughs> the ICOM 705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers but it's in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at 1 kilo, or just over 2 pounds. With RF direct sampling for most of the HF band, and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz. It's got that large 4.3-inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall. And the perfect accessory... For the IC705 is the optional backpack. It's the LC192. It has a special compartment for the IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. If you want to learn programming for Arduino so you can get your electronics project off the ground, then Programming Electronics Academy is the place to be. 
A membership gives you full access to a library of detailed video courses, including the Arduino course for absolute beginners. PEA has video courses designed for beginners that don't assume you already have a PhD in software design. If you're tired of just cutting and pasting code, visit programmingelectronics.com forward slash 100 watts. You can tell I had a cold when I recorded that one. I wasn't feeling so good. All right, friends, everybody knows now this time of the show, we pick two stories. I invite Karen, KD2GUT, and Paul, WD9GCO, and they're here today. We're going to talk about new stories happening for this week. Karen, I got most of the things right about our new chairwoman there. I hope I didn't miss anything, but thank you for giving me those notes. Sure, sure. Thank you for mentioning it. I think it's it's historic, and let's see where it goes. Let's see All what right. the president does. I must say, you look like you're in a very fabulous shack oh, there. You've oh. really changed things there, and, and, and yes. the house is coming along. What's going on? I have a great uh, interior decorator. His name is Mike Baxter. Uh, oh. The name may be familiar to just a handful of people watching today. Uh, I should show you. Here we go. K-A-6-L-M-S. Anybody got those cards? That's our story we're going to start with today. Uh, Christian, you've been talking about the good that radio can do. Uh, what I'm about to talk about here is the good that television can do. Very important what television, what this show, Last Man Standing, has done for amateur radio is worth celebrating. And guess what? We're doing it. We're doing it big. Uh, the show will complete its run nine-year run this uh, this year and its final production is in March so coinciding with that the greater amateur radio world <laughs> is getting on the air with uh, the call sign there's going to be a special event station the mother of all special event stations is getting on the air in March uh, with operators throughout uh, the country. And some will be live streaming as they work their way through the mighty pileups. It's going to be intense. It's going to be amazing. Don't miss it. We have reported about that in this week's newsline. Uh, we've got teams of operators who have worked other special events such as the 12 Days of Christmas, and K2 Heroes, and we're ready. And uh, mm -hmm. 100 Watts and Wire will be participating. We will mm -hmm. be uh, one of the stations. A lot of people that you're seeing here that, that are around the show will be involved in being uh, like a net control, I guess you'd call it, our special event mm -hmm. operator. Paul, what do you think the significance of this show has been toward ham radio? I it, Anytime you can get something that, that brings ham radio just into a normal pop culture setting, it's good. I mean, and clearly in the show, Baxter is not just some nerdy guy living in his mom's basement. I mean, he's a normal guy with a career and a family who has the radio set up out in, in the garage. And I, I think, I mean, it, it, and it, the parts of it that I've seen that have had ham radio in it, it it's played realistically for the most part. And because everybody on the crew and the producers are ham, so they get that they can't make it a cartoon or a, a caricature of what we do. So anytime you get something that portrays amateur radio in a realistic sense, 
I think it it helps with the public image to show that you know, for the most part, some exceptions, we're all just fairly normal people living our lives who have this hobby where we talk to other people over radio. So, I think it's good. I think it's credit to John Amadeo, the executive producer, being a ham. Uh, many shows that you see on television can't even get a radio station proper, like one that would play music. You know, you see them without headphones, you see them without a proper board, and it's just sort of an afterthought. And I think he's really, he's made it true. The, yeah. the station is no joke. It is a super station, in fact. I mean, it's an amazing yeah, I mean, station. It's, it's, it's a, a real, real station. functional station, yeah. Because you get a lot of time in movies where you'll see some ham radio stuff, and it's like they just grab some random electronics from the prop room. Yeah. And it's, and if you look like it, if they show a close up and you can see like the frequency display, it's like nothing anywhere close to an amateur radio frequency. And it's, it's just all, all just made up crap. Whereas this is a real functional station. Karen, what do you think the impact of Last Man Standing had uh, putting ham radio? It, it wasn't super focused on the show i mean it was just sort of a, a theme but it was a, a lower stream but it, a little bit goes a long way yeah i think i think it basically showed ham radio as a part of life not just the fictional life that we saw on the screen but the life of the crew members the actors who during the course of the show got their license because hey there's more to life than just getting on TV, there's more to life than a lot of things. And ham radio can be one of those activities. And I think it really did raise the profile in an incredibly positive way. People got excited. You could almost say that that show presented the intersection of life and amateur radio. I don't know if that's a thing. Did somebody say that once? The intersection of life. I love you guys. I got to spend more money, more money to the phrase. Write that down. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to put that on all of our. <laughs> I stuff. just heard a bell go off. I think it was a yeah. cash register. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And so we will uh, provide the details for that as it's coming up. This is uh, looking to be uh, in March. It's March? after the ham. Uh, what is the expo? What's the expo that's coming up? I get it wrong. It's my dyslexia. The QSO. Day. Yeah. Yes. It's the yes. weekend after that. So I think it's uh, probably the third week in March should be really exciting and hopefully they'll run it out for a while and just just keep going well it concludes it concludes on the 30th which is the day they wrap up the shooting and they basically leave the studio and that's it yeah that's it. So my, my beautiful decor um will will be but a memory yeah because the set in the station everything's got to be torn out so mm -hmm. radios i'll go back to icom and everything so now paul what's our second story well, our second story talks about the radio telescope down at Arecibo. And as most everybody knows, um, during the hurricane, there was some damage to it. They were hoping to uh, gracefully lower it down and possibly repair it. And then gravity and uh, age took its course. And the, uh, the observation platform, which weighs nine tons, just crashed down through the dish and, and just totally destroyed it. Um, but there has been some talk. Um, the, the governor of Puerto Rico said we want to rebuild it and, and, you know, pledged a certain amount of money, which is just a starter for what it would take. But then some scientists have gotten together and they've made a, a proposal to completely rebuild it 
uh, in a modern way. Now, they're talking a lot of money. They're talking $400 million. But what they're talking about doing is, is really cool. And if you're familiar with how some other radio telescope arrays work, they're talking about making, instead of a curved dish on the ground, they're talking about making it flat with a whole grid of smaller dishes that are all computer controlled. So instead of like there used to be the platform on top, well, that's weird. That's new. Um, the platform I mean, on that's, top. That's my life as a left-handed writer. <laughs> that, that's what my uh, hand oh, looked like my yeah. whole life writing. Um, instead of the, way, the platform on top would tilt and stuff to steer the direction of the array. Um, in this case, they're going to have an array of smaller dishes. All those dishes would tilt in unison. And that's how they would steer it. And they're also talking about putting modern radios on all of those, which would open up a, a lot of different frequencies and spectrum that they can they can look at and study. And I, I mean, to me personally, as as a, a science and space nerd, I, I I would like to see that happen. I mean, that's that's a global landmark down there. And um, the problem is going to be it's going to require the funding. And as a U.S. territory, the funding is going to have to come from Congress. And right now there's a lot on the plate. But, mm -hmm. I, I mean, there are, without getting political, I mean, there are some things, there are some some projects um, that are, are being worked on for the military that even, like, the Air force says we don't really need those so i mean there is some money to be found in the overall scheme of what is being spent on other stuff it's like when people talk about nasa what we have gotten from what we've spent on the space program for all humanity is is immense and the amount of money that they would be spending to do this in the overall scheme of what we spend as a government is tiny so i would like to see at least it being considered that they do that because there's still a lot of great research about the universe that could be done. Uh, Karen, uh, you'll get the final thought here today. If you had to pitch for the money, for the reason to rebuild this thing, what would you say? Oh, great question. I, I have to argue before the, the, all the judges of the world to commit the, uh, well, in the United States to commit the funding. I would say that uh, Arecibo already is the facility. It's the go-to facility where uh, great work has been done. And yes, there are opportunities elsewhere, such as in China, where they have opened up their facility to the world scientists. But I would say go with the proven location, go with the reputation, go with the resources that are there. You have the staff, you just need to commit and what better way to do that than to go with state of the art, build from the ground up, literally from the ground up, because that's all that's there now, and do it. Just do it. Put your put the pedal to the metal, as they say in CB, and do it, and uh, and get it done. And hopefully, even if it does not go forward this year, I'd like to see that at least a commitment is there and that this excellent report and this excellent proposal uh, be brought to life. Well, thank you for that. You guys, uh, you can leave your comments below the video. We'll bring those back. You're, it's a two-way dialogue here, so we appreciate that kind of communication and your thoughts. My thanks to Karen, KD2GUT, and Paul, WD9GCO. Yeah. Thank you, friends. And we, are you, are you else? Yeah, one, one quick thing. First okay. off, somebody just suggested that they should cut up the uh, the piece of the old one and sell them off to help 
I like oh. that idea. Um, also, mm -hmm. just we, I mm -hmm. heard in the, in the uh, pre-show you were talking about uh, the COVID vaccinations. I just wanted to mm -hmm. say that um, since I work in IT at a research university slash hospital, we just got ours and I just got my second one. And I had, I had no side effects whatsoever. A couple guys on my team did, but I had nothing. So it really varies depending on the person. There still is this thing, though, that you have there. Is that part of it? Well, that's that just showed up. Maybe it's a coincidence. That's new. That's new. So I, I want to read about that. You're part of the study. Thank you both. We'll see you and talk to you again real Take soon. Take care. Right, bye bye. Seventy three. If you're new to the 100 Watts in a Wire community, make sure you visit 100wattsinawire.com to get your 100 watt ID. Go to the Gathering tab, submit your name, call sign, and email address. In a few days, you'll be sequentially issued an ID. Then you can share it on the Sunday evening HF net, during operating events, and casual contacts. That's 100wattsinawire.com for your free 100-watt ID. All right, we welcome back. And there's Steve. He's working diligently in, his, uh, in the chat. What do we miss in the chat? I want to get your impressions on Last Man Standing. Um, I think what a wonderful run for that program. I oh, mean, just when you thought a network would squash it, uprise mm -hmm. the people, the power to the people, mm -hmm. QRO to the people. That's what I always say. And Fox picks them up uh, for some yep. more time. Uh, they're heading out for good, it seems now. Great special event. Any thoughts on the program and the special event, Steve? Oh, love the program. Uh, unfortunately, you know, that we didn't you know, get as much ham radio into it, but it was there. And as, mm -hmm. as Paul pointed out, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't props just thrown in and made to look like it. It was an actual working station. And, uh, and uh, the uh, Thanksgiving one was uh, probably one of the best skits there. And uh, so it, it's, it got featured a little bit and, but it, it did put a positive light onto the, onto the hobby here. And uh, I mean, I love the program. The comedy was great. And uh and now they're going to get to go out the way they want to go out. And, uh, and that's many shows don't get that opportunity to, you know, to have their last season and go the way they want to go out. So it's, yeah, it's a, a good it's thing. So weird when shows get pulled mm -hmm. and they never have like the resolution of what was happening the season, you know, and then, then it's almost like the writers have to begin structuring mm -hmm. the show where they're just episodic. Uh, resolutions like I mean I guess Seinfeld was a great example sure they'd have kind of a run running theme but there would be mm -hmm. you know some sort of way and it would end with a resolution when you have these longer form shows like that it can get a little uh, it gets weird when they go away but yeah uh, there's there's no closure so it's uh, uh, kind of kind of good uh, a couple things in the chat room uh, Ed you know brought up about uh, Arecibo and uh, the a couple of the square kilometer, uh, kilometer um, arrays that are in Australia and South America. I, you know, kind of like the, I, I love the idea of rebuilding Arecibo and um, making it flat. I think the topology there is set up for a, for a dish, but I, I'm not exactly sure. And, uh, but just, just look at it. if they can rebuild it, $400 million is a drop in the bucket for the U S and it's well worth it. And, uh, and look at the new radios and technology that they can go in and and then let's start from scratch with a new station. And, uh, you know, we don't need to duplicate what's already, you know, in South Africa or Australia. Come up with something different uh, that uh, and that can work in concert with uh, some of the other uh, facilities. 
um, in the chat room. Uh, mm-hmm. I liked Colby's uh, idea. He wants to get a Star Wars themed uh, call sign. And, oh, uh, in fact, uh, one of my coworkers, uh, he has a Star Wars themed uh, call sign, and and I'm being really bad about it, but it, it's uh, Wookie is uh, it's his uh, Star Wars themed call sign. So, uh, oh, I it, like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Rob, he's he's a he's a car- he's a big Wookie. Uh, he, I mean, he's more of Chewbacca, but you know, big hairy it's, beard and stuff like that. It's really fun to like you know to to spend just to the time. Fun. Just and and like for me to watch the watch him again. I remember seeing mm-hmm. him in the theater, and for me now looking back, I'm like, wow. They and to watch your that. girls go through that with your yeah. kids and because they're just and like coming. in this Yoda. Yoda is just the funniest little dude in the whole world right now, you know, and he's got that. You listen to his voice and it's very, it's a Muppet, you know, it's a Muppet and (laughs) the voice is similar. And so they're kind of, kind of piecing this together, but he talks in such a way, you know, Mm -hmm. your mentor, I am, you know, that kind of whole uh, (laughs) delivery. And they're like, this is hysterical. This is look at this little guy. Awesome. And then, you know, let's, let's not forget, you know, the, the roots and you know star trek and uh, going back with the communicator and uh and things like that the tricorder and so there's there's a lot of uh, history and it, it, it can be brought in and that's what's cool is you can uh kind of you know tailor your you know your interest in uh, having a call sign that uh could you know make a little fun of uh of the hobby and uh so another thing, uh, there's a lot of talk about the CB radio, how a lot of folks got started. And, oh, good. Uh, good. and uh, I think it was Don, uh, he was thinking about setting up a CB station and uh, getting out there and talk with uh, truck drivers and stuff like that. So, uh, so and, and a lot of our folks uh, came from, from CB and good, good on you guys. That's awesome. Yeah, if you want to uh, share your stories, I'm putting a key under the mat here, which is untraditional for me in doing this. But I'm going to put the link here. And what it'll do is it'll put you in the in the green room. You're actually backstage. You sit and enjoy it. We have some friends in here today. We have a, a little bit of room if you want to come. And if you want to share your stories, things that inspire you, the good side of radio. You know, it's I think we got defensive because we had to defend this, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You think that you go being a ham and you with uh, over four decades and me, you know, I'll be coming up on just one decade here before too long. You want to feel that you've done something, you know, positive, like your work means something. And maybe that's what it is. When I get to the core, I think 100 Watson Wire has done some nice things uh, to help people. And in fact, I've got a letter to share with you. But, they, you know, you feel like you're making a, a place or a community where people can learn and and do do good. But, you know, and then that something like that comes along and it's like getting a strange reprimand, like same with CB, Mm -hmm. you know, like, okay, if you care about CB, maybe we clean it up. Maybe we focus on the things. It's just like a forgotten land of, Mm -hmm. you know, but the prepping community relies on it. They have it. They may not be speaking over it, but they have it for that local in communication. It's part of their rep of what they're doing. It's like. Okay, then then maybe you got to clean it up. I know it's not regulated properly, and it's I, I mean it can be all across the board, but we got that thing too. You know, we've got that aspect of like, holy what, mm-hmm. wow, you can just say that kind of thing. Well, when but, it was regulated, it was still out of control. So you know, it's just 
it's when you regulate something, you got to put in the effort to enforce it. And, you know, the, the FCC doesn't have that. And um, Ed made a comment about the uh, FCC comment, you know, it's about, you know, they had their freedom of speech to talk about it. But uh, and but his point was it was targeted at the wrong the wrong community. And I yeah. agree with that. So. So I want to take some of your. Uh, some call. Let's go to the phones. It's my Larry King uh, <laughs> tribute. I got to spill some wine out for him. I should actually get so some wine uh, and have it. But I'd like to hear from you guys. We can do it in the chat. It is. You're tempting me. I want to go get a Snickle Fritz from the Urban is, Chestnut Brewery. I wish they were a sponsor. Boy, I'd be a fat guy this fast. Is, this Boy, is I'd Mel's be. Hole, and it's a local legend here. Okay. And there's a tie-in to Art Bell. With so I may Hole. need a couple of those. Uh-huh. We can talk about it. I want to, I want to take it to a little casual, to a, to a little casual area. Bring you in if you want to come and visit with us. We have a few friends here that may or may not want to come up and share a story about a positive uh, a radio experience, the spirit of radio, lending your mm-hmm. tools, receiving something, giving back, paying it forward, and um, that's what I plan to do. I plan on building at least a segment or a theme here with 100 watts and a wire, where we we celebrate it. We celebrate it. Maybe we have to defend it a little bit. I'm going to show you the good sides, and I can talk about my my father. We can do all these things. My my father, Luke, <laughs> Luke. I'm anyway, sorry. everything's coming back to Star Wars now. But you're welcome to join us. Please put your name and your call sign in. I'll ask if anybody wants to come up and wave a hand at me. We'll bring you into the show. A little untraditional, but I think the next segment can be that way before Steve and I tackle some of your questions. Also, if you have questions, I'll drop the uh, form into the chat and uh, we'll we'll do that so we're gonna we're gonna kind of play it by ear as we go here because you know we were tested a little bit in about chat don't forget to get your call sign in the chat for the antenna giveaway and uh, there's a thing there's a thing uh i forgot to give away the antenna last week i gave it away on sunday so we have to do that um but i have the name we do have a winner i have to (laughs) announce it we have questions (laughs) use the form i just dropped in the chat we'll take a quick little break Flip the record over and we'll be uh, we'll come back and talk to you on the other side of this. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100 wattsandawire.com.